Hello, you are on the Transfer Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Tunde Kele Agbola. On this podcast, we look at the life of Jesus Christ, his apostles, men who are examples in the old covenant times and men in contemporary times of the faith that is common to us all, which they foreshadowed or gave us an example of. And our goal is to glean wisdom from their life and experiences and apply them contextually when we find ourselves in similar situations in our day. For those of us, the end of the age has come unto us, as the Bible said. My prayer is that through this podcast, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and you will find wisdom for living as you follow the Lord and His ways. God bless you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are on the Transfer Podcast. I'm your host, Tunde Agbola. With me is my wife, Nike, co-hosting today's podcast. Nike. Good morning, everyone. You are welcome to this podcast. I pray that you will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. We started a new set of episodes last week, focusing primarily on the youth. We have a calling to disciple the coming generation and inspire them in the ways of the Lord. We've been in God's uh, molding place over the years, and we're at a season where we're even getting more deliberate and more intentional in reaching out to younger people to disciple them in the ways of the Lord and inspire them to a life that is worthy of their creation and their being born into the house of God. So this set of podcasts is to support and provide guidance and thoughts and wisdom for those who are in those formative ages from their, you know, close to their teenage, like 12, and then teenage years, and then young adult, all the way to any age where you think you're still young and you're making life-defining choices and decisions. So we're going to continue today. In that same light, before I, I continue, I don't know if there's anything in my Nikkei's heart that you wanted to bring out as part of the introduction before we go into the podcast today. Yeah, we just felt that it's necessary for us to speak to the younger generation because of uh, what we have, the world that we are in now. We believe it is the right time to stand up and start helping uh, the younger ones that are coming behind us so that they can make the right change decisions the right choices as you grow up all right great uh for you to get a good uh, background to this i recommend that you listen to last week podcast god and the youth go and listen to it so that you can follow today now last week we emphasized very clearly that one of the that the time of your youth is a time where there are certain battles and warfare and one of the primary warfare and fights and battles you would have to contend against is keeping God in your mind and your heart. The society, the community of friends, the current state of the world we live in is such that God is being kicked out of people's heart and mind. Of course, schools no longer pray anymore, at least in America, that which we, where we live. Now, everywhere you turn on social media and in, in the universities and high schools and college, 
the reality of the creator of the universe and the creator of every human being is being forced out of our mind and our heart and therefore you have to contend to keep that in your mind put as a choice as a and also as a clear understanding that it's a fight and it's a warfare we talk about that and then Nikke, you talked about foundation laying so can you speak again as a recap on that the bible says if the foundation is destroyed what can the righteous do and we discover that laying the right foundation now that you are young is very very important so we are hoping that you lay the right foundation and for you to lay the right foundation the first foundation that you need to lay is to give your life to jesus christ is the first foundation that we are hoping that you lay now that you're young so i know my husband is going to speak much about that now yeah so christ being the primary foundation the bible says we were created by him and for him and the book of first corinthians says there's no other foundation that anyone can lay that is already laid which is christ jesus the foundation of a house is the most critical part of the house if the foundation of the house is not good just like the scripture says what can you do Psalm 11 verse 3 is the scripture that my wife just read that if the foundation be destroyed what can the righteous do so we believe very strongly that knowing Jesus believing in Jesus as your savior and lord and receiving him into your heart and your life is the first most critical foundation laying step of every life in fact Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 the bible says we are recreated in the amplified version in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has before ordained so until you are recreated in Christ Jesus you don't get to go into the path and to build the way God wants your life to be built whatever you have before you meet Jesus is God continue to prepare you for that time where you will meet Jesus and you have laid a correct foundation in God do you want to lay the right foundation today? What you have to do is to believe that you are a sinner. Mm-hmm. How do I mean? Have you ever lied before? Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at a woman to lust after her in a sinful way? Or a lady to think of a man in a, in a sexually sinful way? Have you ever hated anyone before? If the answer to any of those three is yes, then you have just agreed with me that you are a lying, adulterous murderer. That is what Jesus said. And therefore, you're a sinner. What do you need to do to be saved and to lay the right foundation? Agree with the Bible that you're a sinner. Repent, meaning turn away from your known sins and confess them before God. And ask Jesus to forgive you and cleanse you. Then ask him to come into your heart because you believe in him as the Lord and the Son of God the Christ. So the Bible said, with your heart, you believe to righteousness. And with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Stop this podcast. Find a place to kneel down and tell Jesus you're a sinner. Confess your known sin. Tell him you will turn away from them and that he should come and live within you as your new life. And you will be saved. If that is done, you will find a joy. It's called the joy of salvation. Now you are adopted to the family of God. Now you've laid a proper foundation. What else does a person need to do after they have received Christ? 
or find a good church, a Bible-believing church to go to, to start attending so that you can build your spiritual life, so that you can build your walk with the Lord. Now is the time for you to start speaking to God, to start reading your Bible, start from John and start reading it and start asking, start praying and start going to church. That's the three things, prayer, reading your Bible and start going to church, fellowship with brethren now. That's powerful. You can't go wrong with that advice. Your Bible, prayer and fellowship with the people of God. Now you start building on that foundation. Now, with that being said, we now want to go into some of the things we want to talk about today, which after you've laid the foundation of Christ, choices that you have to make or important things you have to learn as a young person. And the number one thing we want to talk about today is wisdom. Yes. And we're going to read the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1 to 10. Wisdom. Proverbs chapter 4 and verses 1 to 10. I highly recommend for every young man, if you're like, okay, tell me something. Where, which book of the Bible must I read as a young person? I highly recommend the book of Proverbs and the book of Ecclesiastes. It's a, these are two books that I read as a young man and I recommend them to you as a young man, young lady to read. But also, practically in the book of Proverbs 4, Proverbs 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. These are wisdom for the young person. So we also are transferring wisdom to you now as we are reading this uh, book of the Bible. Uh, do you want to read for us, uh, Nike? Yes. Proverbs 4, 1, 2, 11. My children, listen when your father corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment. For I am giving you good guidance don't turn away from my instructions. For I, too, was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught me, take my word to heart, follow my command, and you will live. Get wisdom. Hmm. Develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is, is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will place a lovely tread on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. My children, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a good, a long, good life. I will teach you wisdom's way and lead you a straight path. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> you can go on TikTok. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, on and on and on, among your friends, read books, yes, and acquire knowledge. Knowledge is good, but not sufficient. In fact, the Bible says knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Here we see that the Bible said, wisdom, verse 7, is the principal thing. The most important thing. How did your version put it? 
getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. So, as a young man, the wisest thing you can do as a teenager, as a young adult, as a person who is still trying to make early found, uh, determining life determining choices and, and, and perception to life, you must seek wisdom. And the Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. That's why we talked last week about remembering your creator in the days of youth. If you don't remember your creator, you can't even fear him. And by fear, we mean a referential hall, a sense of high respect and regard. The kind that happened to you when you're speeding above the speed limit and you see a policeman <laughs> and you slow down. Mm. That sense of when you remember God, you recheck all of your life. Mm. Is it aligning according to his precepts and law and dictates? So number one thing, to find wisdom, it's about the fear of God. It's not about knowledge, first of all. Mm. And so we realize here that God wants you as a young man to seek wisdom as a primary thing and understanding, which is good judgment. Yes. You know, I think of young people and I see a lot of hormonal imbalance. You know, they, they just go whack. They just want to do every crazy thing. And that can impair judgment. In fact, some of the things that young people want to do that they call fun are things that impair their judgment and make them to not act wisely. Do you have anything to say on that? On good judgment. Yes, okay. Yeah. yeah. So wisdom helps you to make good judgment. I think that's what that my own verse says, verse 7. Mm. And what what whatever helps you do, develop good judgment. And wisdom will help you to develop a good judgment in making a right decision and right choices. Yes. That's what wisdom will do. And so we're focusing primarily today on the on the this on the need to lay a foundation of wisdom. Mm. Choose wisdom. Mm. Choose wisdom. Not just knowledge, not just fun, not just excitement. Choose wisdom as a young man. It is foundational. In fact, Jesus said. He that hears my words and do them is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. That's why we talk about God, the fear of God, beginning of wisdom. We talk about Christ as the foundation. Now, the words of Jesus Christ are the bedrocks of eternal wisdom. That scripture said, when you lay that foundation, when the storm comes, when the rain comes, when the things that beat on people's life comes, as you grow older, you will not fall. But the one who does not choose wisdom mm. is like the one who lays the foundation on the sand. Mm -hmm. And the Bible said, when the rain and the storm and all the challenges of life come, great was the fall. Mm. You need to choose wisdom as a young man. And the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Yes. Number two, Jesus is the right foundation to lay and the words of Jesus are the bedrocks of eternal wisdom. Do you have any thought on that? Any emphasis you want to place? I don't have any emphasis. Those are good ones. I, 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 that fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We actually help you in making the right choices by choosing to fear and think about God before you do it. You think, is this right? Is, is God, is is God, is God happy, happy with, with it? And that will actually help you to make that right choice. A lot of a good lot choices. One, yeah. A lot of good choices, I bet you. 
Yeah. Okay. Now, now that we've seen God, we've seen the foundation of Christ, we've seen the words of Christ as bedrock of wisdom. What you will see from this scripture is that the Bible says wisdom will place grace upon you. Mm. Ornament of grace. Ornament of grace. How did he put it in verse 9? He says she will uh, she will present you with a beautiful crown. Yes. You, wisdom will beautify your life. We're not just talking about physical beauty because that is fleeting. Mm. We're talking about that which regardless of whether you put makeup or you don't put makeup. <laughs> Regardless of whether you do medicure, uh, what are those cure things that they do? Uh, all the cures. Regardless of that, you are still attractive to people. People want to stay with you because there's a beauty that is inner. We're not saying you can't do anything you want to do, but we're saying you seek for the beauty that is inward. The beauty that attracts. That's what wisdom will give to you. That's why the Bible says a wise woman built a house. You need wisdom. And we're going to be talking about all of that in the future. And it crowns you with glory. And then it says in verse 10, Hear my saying. Now, apart from you know the words of Christ, if you read from verse 1 all the way to verse 8, he kept emphasizing fathers and mothers. Another wise choice a young man needs to make is to find those who can serve in their life as mothers and fathers. Because with age and with old age, with experience comes wisdom. Everyone needs people who, whatever name you want to call it, mentors, disciples, parents, pastors, essentially people who have wisdom by virtue of knowing Christ, walking with Christ, growing in the wisdom of Christ, and more importantly, living out that life of wisdom. They've made good judgments. You look at their life. You can see their career. You can see their Christian work. You can see their marriages. You can see how they comport their life and how they're raising their children. And you can see, wow, this is a lot of good judgment that this person makes. You need those people in your life. I think ideally God wants this to be your biological parent. That would also be your spiritual parent. But some parents have not known the Lord and you have known the Lord. And if they don't know the Lord, their foundation is already destroyed. Now, we're not saying don't listen to them. Please, you have to obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. But we're saying that you're going to need, in addition to your biological parents, spiritual parents who knows the Lord. Like Paul said, uh, there was Eunice, who was the grandmother, and I think Louise, who were the parents of, 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 of Timothy. But yet, Paul said, my son Timothy. Paul called him his son because Timothy needs a spiritual father in his life. People call it all kind of name, but someone who has gone ahead of you, who can guide you. In, it can be male or female. And preferably, if it's female, either you have a female or a couple. If it's male, either you have a male or a couple. We, we highly advise that it is more dangerous if you have somebody of the opposite sex who is not married being this to you. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's right. And people that follow, and you've emphasized that spiritual person that they are following you see them they are still following the lord mm. it's not so oh no they are following the lord and you have watched their lives over years maybe over months and you discover that this is a person i think i can gain wisdom from them and from their experience yeah we do offer this to people i don't whatever you are from whatever race culture tongue or tribe male or female we offer discipleship to people we offer shepherding to people 
we offer parenting in the spiritual sense to people. And if you feel led that you want us to serve like that in your life, to guide you more in the ways of the Lord and wisdom for life, reach out to us um, through um, our email. If you go on, uh, on my website, you will see where to access us from there. Or you can just send a message directly to us on the chat, wherever you find this, and we will find a way to reach out to you. Now, with that being said, it does not have to be us. It's someone you know that inspires you. Someone that you can see wisdom in their life, wherever you are, whoever they are, but they must have known the Lord. Now, what does those wisdom do for you? Verse 11. said, I have taught you in the way of wisdom. That is what those people would do in addition to your personal work, which is primary. Your primary work with Jesus and listening to the words of Jesus as you read in the Bible. I'm like my wife said, praying, reading the Bible and going to church. These people serve to help you navigate life. And what should be the curriculum and content of what they are going to be doing with you? They will teach you in the way of wisdom. And what would that do? Verse 11, the latter part. And lead you in straight paths. Can you speak to that? Yeah, it's going to. So, on my own experience, the more you talk to them, the more they try to direct you and teach you, okay, this is the right path. I think this will be the best path because some of them have experience. You know, they learn from their own experience and try to tell you that from my experience, I've been through this and been through that, and I believe this should be the right path that you should go. Though you still have to go back to the Lord and pray, but you gain wisdom from them. When you are passing through challenges in life, you gain wisdom from those people, you gain wisdom from the Lord so that they can help you, they can help you to go through that path so that you can have a straight path in making those choices because you will have so many choices you will make as a young person many choices so you need wisdom you need people around you to guide you so that you can make the right choices as you walk with the lord as you grow as you live your daily life you need that you need wisdom from the lord you need wisdom from around people that uh, we believe like a mentor, a spiritual person that can help you through life. Yeah, I was looking at Proverbs verse 3. It said, when I was my father's son, these people themselves, they have been, they've had people who have guided yeah. them before. Yeah. They always have, they themselves, they are not highland. They have people that are guiding them. Yeah. And we have people that we reach out to, uh, like spiritual yeah. parents to yeah. us, as even at this age that we have, we still have people who speak into our life to continue to guide us in the ways of the Lord. And it says, I have led, it will lead you in the right paths. And that's where we're going to verse 11 yeah. of that Proverbs 4. Yeah, my side, I was just looking at my own version. What did, you, what did he say? My own version, did he say, I will teach you wisdom's way and lead you in straight path. Yes, in straight path, right path. Right. Now, these people don't make your choice for you and they shouldn't because the Bible says, choose you this day whom you will serve from the book of Joshua 24, 15. And he said, I have called heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have said before you life and death. So they are supposed to teach you wisdom way, which is life, and say, if you don't follow wisdom, this is death. And they leave you to make your choice because you take responsibility for your choices. But they guide you, pray for you. Sometimes they can stay on you and say, no, don't choose that. Don't choose that. But they don't make the choice for you. The choice always remains yours but i hope that if you find such people you will appreciate it and you will make the right choices in life but they will teach you to go on the right path which means as a young person like my son we call it there's an interactive path 
for your life mm. as you grow older and you have to keep making choices. Mm. There are many choices you have to make and we're going to be talking about it in the next couple of weeks on this podcast. You're going to have to make choices about your identity. Who do you think you are? There are a lot of identity crises going on. Oh, yes. You want to speak to that? <laughs> no. <laughs> we are still going to be talking about it, but there are a lot of identity crises, which that's why we are like praying and asking God for how do we how do we help you no. uh, and help many generations coming behind to make the right decision on those identity. Identity crises mm. are part of the choices. Also. So physical, both physical and psychological and spiritual. Yeah. Who am I spiritually? Who am I psychologically? And who am I my body? Right. Yeah. Before yeah. I was in, many people don't have that, but now this generation is having that problem of physical identity. I think it's more prevalent now, but it's yeah, always been. Yeah. It's been it's been it's swept more... under the carpet, <laughs> but now everybody's been given strength yeah. to come out. Mm. Social media has, has has made it possible. Mm. The government are making it possible, Mona, mm. and I'm sure you, as you are listening to me, there's is a whole spectrum now of identity mm-hmm. and we wonder do you really know who you are mm-hmm. and how do you find your identity and stick to it mm-hmm. now mental health issue because of anxieties and depression we may be speaking on to choices that you have to make that might help you to stay away from that challenge in fact these are choices that you have to make that relate to some of the typical difficult challenges that young people make things like relationship how do you navigate your relationship with your friends in a peaceful and godly way? When there are conflict between you and your friend, how do you resolve it, right? And then all the way to a relationship of who you will marry. Yeah. And how do I get married? Do I date? Do I not date? Do I go into courtship or not? Do I pray? Do I not what pray? Are these, what are these uh, yeah, what are the yes. Oh, before you make choices on marriage. What who are who should you marry? Should you still go and marry unbelievers? Should you marry a believer? Something like that. Yeah, these are things we will be speaking to yeah. in the next couple of weeks by the grace of God, God willing. Yeah. And then sexual purity. Uh, by the yeah. grace of God, we're not perfect. We were tempted as young people. I, I have girls that tempted me. I'm sure you have guys that tempted you, but we stayed pure sexually till we got married. And therefore, it's possible. We're not bragging. We're not trying to elevate ourselves. We're saying it is possible to do that. Now, not because you're stronger, but there is there are ways you can put yourself in the place where grace can reach you <laughs> to stay pure as a young person till marriage. And career and purposes, choices related to that. And of course, the issues of alcohol and substance abuse. What are the choices you may need to make relative to that? And the list goes on and on and on. Now, but we we feel like these are some of the core challenges that young people make that are related to the warfare and the battle and the challenges of the youthful age. And we're gonna be speaking into this practically as a couple. And uh, may the Lord help us and guide us. Now, with all of this being said, we want you to know, fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Christ is the foundation you have to lay for your future. What else? And Christ is the foundation. And what else? The word of Christ, right? So the words of Christ, the Bible says it's like building your house on the rock. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about having people like spiritual parents or mentors or disciples in your life to help you navigate wisdom. Not just knowledge, Mm. but wisdom to make the right choices in life 
with good judgment, judgment yes. right? Yeah. And now we've shown you that a couple of things that we may need to make choices on, and we're going to be speaking on that in the next couple of weeks. It's our joy, it's our delight yes. that we are part of your life and what we're saying now can be wisdom nuggets mm-hmm. and wisdom treasures mm-hmm. that guides your life. Mm-hmm. Any last word from you, uh, Nike? We are hoping that uh, as you grow and make choices in life, you will make the right choices. That's why we are doing this. That's why we are putting ourselves out here to help you gain wisdom, to see how can, how can you make the right judgment, good judgment, now that you are young. Now that you are still very young and you are making, you are laying those foundations, you are making those decisions. We are hoping that as we come out every time to talk on this podcast, we can dish out those wisdom by the special grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, so if you want us to be part of your life in this capacity, again, reach out to us. This is one of our own calling. We're not perfect, but we are following the Lord and moving on unto perfection every day. All right, with that being said, we'll talk again with you next week or the next episode rather. And we leave you with the peace of God. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.